that's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Wilde. With me, as always, Henry Dittman. Toot toot. Oh, God, not into the toot toot. <laughs> Broadcasting live on digital memory card. Streaming worldwide. Great to be back here in Vivid Seats Studio. It's my favorite studio, Vivid Seats The seats are so studio. vivid. It's like high definition. And if you're ever going to Staples Center to see the Clippers, or if you have a time machine and you want to go to 2024 and the Balmer Sports Access Center in Inglewood or Ballsack, please use vividseats.com and you, what do you do? You got to start this over and get this copyright. No, I don't. Oh, use promo code OVERTIME, all one word, in the Vivid Seats mobile app. So don't go online. Use the mobile app. Save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. This is for first-time customers only. All right, let's get into the show. Look, I have some apologize. Oh, not just to, not just to our listeners, but to me. Well, first, I'd like to apologize to you. I dangled this delicious carrot in front of your face, mm-hmm. and I said I have big news, and I yeah. did. I yeah. did have big news, and I didn't tell you first. I begged you to, and I wouldn't because it was so big that I had to tell everybody at the same time. Yeah, I'm not drinking beer, but I'm still belchy. I did give you a soda water. With You're not going to change it. who I am. You're still purple. Eye. <laughs> I'm gassy. So, I was told, and I'll explain who my source is. Is that okay to do that now? I'm just going to tell you. It was Iguodala's manager. Manager, business manager, manager at Walmart. What kind of manager are we talking about? Manager of Iguodala's favorite Applebee's. <laughs> and he goes to get the, all the delicious, oh, all you the can delicious eat apps? apps. I think that's at Friday's. <laughs> Crapitizers? All the delicious crapitizers. It was Andre Iguodala's business manager. I'm not going to drop any names. This is who I'm getting my information from. Where I got the information. Loud after party. Okay? Mm -hmm. I went to some big, fabulous Hollywood, Black Hollywood event. Everybody who's anybody in Black Hollywood, including myself, was there. I'm not anybody in Black Hollywood. But I am in Hollywood. And And I was there. I want to say that, first of all, only one of us on this podcast right now is calling himself an African-American Hollywood actor, and that's you. I'm not a member of Black Hollywood. I just happen to be the lifeblood of Black Hollywood. That's not true. Regardless. You started this as an apology, and now you're saying other things you have to apologize for. Well, when when I'm digging a hole, I like to do some digging. I like to get myself in that hole. Okay. So I went to this fabulous event for King Batch's album release party. Your buddy, King Batch. My buddy. We've done four feature films together. Mm -hmm. I love this guy. If you can name one of the feature films, I'll give you 10 bucks. (laughs) I owe you $10. (laughs) I was talking the to babysitter. the babysitter. The babysitter. I'm not giving anybody 10 bucks, but I am giving everyone an apology. I went to this fabulous party. Like I said on the last show, and I'm going to elaborate on this slightly, and then we'll move on. Because I have been such a face of Clipper Nation, mm-hmm. and all these people from L.A., all these Hollywood types, they go to the games, they like the Clippers, and every one of their peers forever was an L-Word fan. And it was like hard to find a Clipper fan so that when you found out someone was a Clipper fan, you were like, oh, sweet, let's mm-hmm. talk Clippers. Yeah. Everything's changed. James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn, we Sean became Gunn, fast friends with. Huge uh, Clipper fan. Jerry O'Connell and his brother, we became fast friends. Charlie O'Connell. Charlie O'Connell the O'Connell yeah. boys, huge Clipper fans. Mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard, huge Clipper fans. Random yeah. actors. Bruce Willis, big Clipper fan. Who knew? We all know Billy Crystal's a Clipper fan. We all know the guys, me and you, are Clipper fans. We all know Clipper Darrell's a Clipper fan. So people would see me. Look, now it's a bold new Clippers team. Everybody's a Clipper fan. They're America's team. Red, white, and blue and black, I believe, are the official colors. And they're America's team. So I went to this after party. I'm getting the information from Iguodala's business manager. He manages Iguodala's business. So when he says to me in a loud environment at an after party... KD is coming to the Clippers in, on September 3rd is what I heard. And I go, what? That's not even possible. He's in Brooklyn. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And he goes, Iggy, Andre Iguodala is coming. Game over. So that's what I, I heard. KD is coming to the Clippers on September 3rd. Right. What he clearly said to me was, Iggy is coming to the Clippers in September. Got it. Now, look. Here we are. Apology accepted. We are shoulder deep. Thank you. In September, he's not here. Clearly, this was wishful thinking. Yeah, sure. And also, these things are... This is no fun. 
This is no fun. And if you listened to this, uh, if you're listening to us right now, you're probably finding this no fun because I thought we were going to break your balls on this. Can we I can. I, th- I thought we were going to rake you, you over the coals and shred you. Curb stomp. I, I had a new hashtag, uh, eating crow. Caw, caw. You can, uh, we can now, do all that. I would feel cawful giving you a hard time now because you apologize. Look, man, people I, get bad I intel. I apologize. People I'm get, sorry. People get bad intel. Uh, every, you know, it was exciting. The other thing is, um, given some time, um, and I, other podcasts as well have sort of addressed this. Locked on Clippers. Uh, shout out Locked on Clippers. I love when they say shout out to uh, whenever they mention other. I think podcasts. the second most um, entertaining. They were the ones. Uh, they were podcast. the first ones that kind of had me backing off of my love of Iggy. Going, oh, maybe he wouldn't exactly be the perfect fit for us. It'd be a great ad, but not if we had to give up anybody. Um, I know a lot of people hey, were man, excited things, about Joe Johnson. I was happen. never truly excited and, about Joe Johnson. Uh, you are a small, small person, but you're a big man for coming onto your own podcast and apologizing. I'm for- sorry, <laughs> Clipper Nation. <laughs> and I am small only where it counts. So listen, I apologize. Now, that being said, part of me, like Linus and It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, feels like Iggy will still be there. On Media Day, because he said in September, and Media Day is the penultimate day of September, I believe, September 29th or 30th, whatever it is, and we'll be there. And on the next Clipcast, you will hear from all we'll of get the to Los that. Angeles Clippers. We'll get to that. I'm freaking all out All the Clippers. It. And I think there's well, a 15th slot that's going to Noah, that's going to Iggy, that's going to someone. Yeah. Like when I went to Media Day years and years ago, and all of a sudden, Luke Amute was just there, and nobody knew about it. He was just there. So I think there's going to be somebody there, and it may very well be Noah. And it's definitely not Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson didn't even work out with the team, like reported. That was a misreport. I didn't hear any apologies on that, but regardless, I'm not (laughs) hemming and hawing. Caw-caw. Hem-haw. Caw-caw. Hem-haw. Caw-caw. People say things all the time. Sure, things happen. Brian Seaman came on our show, was wonderful on the media day. Not the media, excuse me, the... Kawhi Paul George Presser episode. Great episode. Hear from all the Clippers beat reporters. Hear from Clipper Darrell. Hear from Kawhi and Paul George. And then I interviewed Brian Seaman in a great interview. He said, I heard him say, not on our show, but he said he thinks the Clips are going to leave that 15th slot vacant. I disagree with you, great Ooh. voice of Clippers. Just, just for a later in the yeah, season. He thinks uh, we're going to go to addition. camp with 14 guys, and I just oh, disagree with interesting. that. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, look, man, here's the thing. I, I, you know that I've said many times to you since we recorded the Iggy podcast. You said that on the I, podcast, you didn't believe it. Yes, but I also told you that I'm really ready to go online, go on the podcast, and eat crow if Iggy does come. He still so, might come. Uh, good on you. Thank you. Good on you for no, owning actually, this. I won't be, it's not I won't. the end of the world. Plenty of our plenty plenty of people were breaking you down on Twitter, you. but also plenty of people were saying, "Hey, what's the big deal?" Again, well, my favorite is when anyone tell. called me a clown, and I would just reply with the gif of you and I being clowns. We are literally clowns. I describe myself as a TV clown. Yeah, the, we are actual clowns. The character on television I most like is Krusty the Clown. Hey, hey! Like literally, I am a TV clown. I'm a clown. we're clown. And, and we, literally, we are actual clowns, clowns on the Jumbotron is how we became known in the Clippers community. And many people literally have said, you clowning. Like literally looked at us and went, you guys are clowns. And I'm always like, thank you. And, I'm like, and I always kind. go beep, beep on my red nose because <laughs> I'm a clown and I bring children joy. Uh, and so, I'm scary. So look, you're terrifying. <laughs> clowns are scary, now, as am I. Now, I want to be aware again that we're working here at not... Talking over each other the entire podcast. Why? Because I don't know. I've been getting some comments from people. It's called chemistry here. Vivid Seat Studio. Oh, I love Vivid Seat Studio. If there's you so many seats, they're so vivid. They're so vivid. Each seat is like in crystal clear, high definition. This seat right now is so vivid. It's so comfy and vivid. I'm vividly comfortable in this Vivid Seat Studio. And you just put that promo code on the mobile app, overtime, all one word. It says all caps, but. I don't know. Try that. You always should try it the way that they put it in font. All caps over time you get a hundred bucks. Now listen, speaking of putting it in. Oh Lord. Let's talk for a second about other options for the Clippers. Sure. Let's talk about Joe Kim Noah. Uh, Okay. This is definitely a rumor going around. I do know that he's a world champion college athlete. Sure. I want to say it was some Florida school. Florida. University of Florida. Yeah, yeah. He's a gator. Gators. Yeah, he's a gator. Not like the FSU, too, whose fee and man, who are semi-knolls. The FSU, too, are members of the Clippers. We might get another great Floridian collegiate. Sweet, sweet Tallahassee, Florida. You know, I'm from that region. I'm from just a few hours away from FSU. I don't even know how to say Noah's name properly. Joe Kim? Joe Kim Noah. Joe Kim. Yeah. Joe Kim Noah. You're Joe Kim. 
I'm not joking. I'm serious. Oh, but uh, his father was my favorite tennis player growing up because he would run and then hit the ball between his legs. Brandon, he's the tennis. one who ba- he's the one who basically gave us the heads up that Joe Kim could become a Clipper and was interested in the Clippers. Yes. Working out for the Clippers, and I I think he would be such a tremendous fit for us. Oh yeah. Um, he's I all feel defense. Like, he's all talk. He's like a giant Pat Beverly. He's all, well. He's like a giant Pat Beverly. The question that I I ultimately like what would be really fun would be to see who in a game or over the course of a season would flex and scream open-mouthed the most? Montrez. Bev, Bev Montrez, or Noah. Or Joachim. Who would be the one who would... The, he, is, he is all fire. He's a locker room guy. He's an energy guy. He's an exciting guy. He also gets blocks and plays defense and can body up with big guys. And this is where we're... This is where I believe we're deficient coming into our next season is... People who can de- defend big fives. Sure. Right? So um, I thought the league was smaller, Hank. I was always under the idea that we were phasing out the traditional well, center. I know. That really was the narrative a Everyone couple of years ago. Everyone keeps saying, oh, the Clippers the are short. They don't have any rim protection. I'm like, the league is short. The league but doesn't there, have but listen, rim but there protection. Are t- but there are teams, uh, for example, the Lakers, where we need to have bigs who can body up and Noah would be a big big. I heard Gilbert Arenas, who's literally a gun-toting maniac. I heard Gilbert Arenas say the L word is going to be better because they've got LeBron at the one. Hear me say this. LeBron James is your point guard. Kuzma as your shooting guard. Mm-hmm. And seven foot tall Anthony Davis as your three small forward. Then he goes, whoever at the four. And JaVale McGee, who's a human traffic fire. That's like fire when you're in traffic and you're like, what's this traffic I about? Think you mean, but I think you mean world champ JaVale McGee. So put some respect on his name, <laughs> I will Chris. never respect Eddie McGee. I can't. This is like your Homer moment that you are, that you are listing... LeBron James is a point guard like it is not a great idea. It's a great idea. He can pass, he can distribute. He's going to it's going to be an idiot and I can't they're wait. They're trouble for us. I cannot they're wait strong. for game 1. We're going to whoop their butts. This is speaking of game 1. Paul George will be there. That's what I'm saying. That has been your call all along. You, you've been saying all along that uh, you felt like the six week. It's five weeks away. Game game one. That the six week estimate away, was basically was too. Um, was conservative. But now people are starting to mumble that he's looking good. He's working out. And then people will say, well, it's not full contact. I don't know that Kawhi or Paul George will be playing any sort of contact basketball no. during workouts to literally protect them. Uh, here's what I have to say. I, I think if... I personally feel like if Paul George is not 100, 100 plus percent healthy, they shouldn't play him. Sure. Right. They don't need to have. He him wants. Out there. You know, he wants to play. Yeah, he wants to play. But like the Kev, if I bet you that every GM, coach, player, and fan all feels the same way I do right now, which is that we watched what happened with KD in the playoffs. That's horrible. Where he should not have come back. Where and look, that's what you do, right? This is this is like sports ten years ago. Is that but KD, if you could possibly hobble onto the court, you hobble it. onto the court. And Nowadays, play players are much with more a bloody like sock. You, know, you never would have Andrew Luck retiring at his age. 20 years ago sure never would have happened but sure. that's where we are that said he should not touch the court if he's not 100 healthy but he's looking healthy he's looking good Paul he'll George. be there game one we'll talk more about it on the other side do we have a sponsor we are back media day is coming next clipcast oh is media God. day it's one of my favorite clipcasts it's the first day of school combined with picture day <laughs> and this I'm year out. i'm freaking out so i went to that Kawhi PG press conference, and I tried to stream with my phone while I was recording audio. I am fully embracing that Clipcast is an audio format. Screw the phone. I am just going to have my microphone, yeah. not my telephone, yeah. and I'm going to record every single Clipper. Next Clipcast, you will hear from all 15 Los Angeles Clippers. I'd like to make a counter suggestion. Talk to me. If we get tons of gold from the entire roster, mm-hmm. we may break it up into multiple episodes leading up to the season and really like t- listen to these guys. Absolutely. Analyze, talk about their, their games coming up. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Chris, we've, we don't need to go over our origin story again as Clippers fans. Um, Did we ever but do we, it? Yeah, we talked, uh, we talked a couple casts ago, didn't we, about how I got the tickets? The tires? I got the tire tickets? Uh, we'll do it again later. We'll do it again later. <laughs> but, but, but I do want to say, you know, uh, 
Obviously, I'm a, your new co-host. Previously, yes. Mike Jaglin, the Jaguar, was your co-host and moved on to do another podcast. We love his first episode. He interviews Brian Seaman. Very I good. got a lot of love for the Jaguar. Please stop. Um, I couldn't be more excited right. to be co-hosting with you. We've been best friends for 20-plus years. You're the best man in my wedding. True. Uh, I love going to Clipper games. And I'm I invited huge... you to my wedding. You, inv- <laughs> you have brothers, though, so that's a tough call. Well, the Indian wedding thing, there was no best man. We don't need to do this again on air. <laughs> Uh, the, the damage has been done. I'm hurt. I'll never I'd like to apologize to you. <laughs> caw, caw. Iguodala. Caw, caw, Andre. Caw. Applebee's. Toot, toot. Uh, I, am, Henry. Uh, I am so excited to be here on the Clipcast. Oh, it's the best. I Vivid Seat Studios. I already was excited to come on and get to come cover, on. cover games, go to games shoot. with the media pass, go oh, and, and have a different relationship with the team. Oh, shoot. I didn't think about media, media day. day's the best and then you mentioned media day a couple of days ago and mm-hmm. i started to scream in the car thinking about it it's like We're, 11 days away tell me what it's like tell me what to expect give me a media day preview it first of all is awesome <laughs> it's it's hosted traditionally by brian seaman love him you and brian seaman actually very much remind me of each other is that english well i'm a big fan of his and i'm a big fan of myself you guys are both, <laughs> if I was drawing a comic book of a superhero that was a white male and this was his secret identity, it would be a hybrid of you and Brian Seaman. Oh, that's a, I'll take that as a compliment. I love Brian Seaman. And a, for a long time, people used to call you Superman, and, they, and with your glasses, they say you look like Clark Kent. Mm. I think Seams is a very Clark Kent vibe, just like you do. Sure. And I think you're both supermen. He hosts. It is great. Everyone is there. Far too much respect is given to, I believe, George Hill, the sports guy, the local sports guy. Is that his name? Black dude always wears suits. I think he's on ABC. Okay. He always gets the first question. Well, that's great. <laughs> I think you, he earned his, sure he earned his, his stripes. George Hill. He earned his stripes. He should get his first question. And it's also it's great. So he's there and he's great. Lawler's been there in years past. Lawler's not going to be there. He's going to be in Bend, Oregon. With Sweet Joe. So they inter- listen, so the, let's Growing, get to it. So yeah. They do a sort of a post-game press conference, sort of sit-down interview style with so, all the Clippers. So it's going to be a little different this year because we are a giant media circus this year, more so than years past. Sure. You're going to go into the facility. There's going to be a big stage. There's going to be a wraparound area where there's hundreds of basketballs. All the guys are in uniform, signing the hundreds of basketballs. There's photo and video areas all set up. We're not necessarily in there, but we can see it all. Where they're doing like the poses that they use yes. in uh, like in the in-game. There's a green screen where they're digital videos. Yes, they're doing the videos before <laughs> our our clipcast header on our Twitter page at LA Clipcast is a Pat Beverly photo shoot moment from Media Day. Now let me ask you quickly. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, please do interrupt me. That's the show, is we interrupt <laughs> each other. How, if you don't like it, don't listen. How um how many Clippers players can I hug before I lose my media credential? I think one. <laughs> oh, okay. I think as long as you get that one hug in. So I got to pick a good one. And they will immediately <laughs> rescind your cred. What about if it's a former Clipper? Now, I believe either there or at our first home game, which will be a preseason home game, we will get our laminates with our pictures on it mm-hmm. and some sort of NBA hologram that will get us in the special Chick Hearn or Ralph Lawler or whatever the heck it is, media entrance to the games. Sure. But it is great. It is great. And the first, Brian Seaman introduces on stage, Doc comes out. I'm guessing Kawhi and Paul George will be first. I'm guessing the next round will be Montrez, Lou, and Pat because they're really pushing this narrative of those are the five guys Mm -hmm. and those two guys first and then those backup three next. And then you'll see likely... Zubak, Landry together. You'll see the FSU 2 together, and you get a chance if you are so bold to ask a question. Oh, I won't because I think I will be too nervous and excited. What I recommend you to do is just to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, that's my plan. And you and I will peel off and record segments there. Ooh. And we'll also grab possibly, I love Miriam Swanson, who's one of the Clippers uh, media coverage press people. She writes for the OC Register. She's lovely, so we'll probably interview her. You know, but the usual suspects will be there. The Yovans, the Farbods, and the Tomares. 
as well as I'm sure the Lockdown guys will be there. I'm guessing it's on a Sunday this year. So a lot of these people have regular day jobs and then are also Clipper media people on the side. Now, do we, I think everyone's going to be there. Will we play uh, media versus players, shirts versus skins scrimmage game? A hundred percent. Exhibition game for everyone around? Full, full contact? What I read, court? What I read was it's full court this year. Ooh. And that... Paul George will be the captain of one team and Kawhi will be the captain of the other and they choose a roster of media of media and players. <laughs> <It's> so terrible. <laughs> but the players aren't allowed to play. <laughs> so it's just the media. It's just the media. And by the way, this is all just something that happens at a at a pickup game park and the in West Hollywood. Have to write about it and talk about it. <laughs> it's a full freaky Friday. Uh, full reversal. This is our worst riff. Oh, but it'd be a great game. Give to, us a chance to it, it'd be a make great an even crappier riff. It would be a really easy, easy game to lay odds on, and I make that somewhat clunky transition to tell you that of course i want to mention uh our friends at mybookie.ag and you can oh, i love mybookie you can double your initial deposit by doing all of your uh, i believe you're wagering sure you're wagering on your sports games i love to do it uh by going to mybookie.ag and mm-hmm. you can uh they can basically go in and use their promo code all caps overtime, overtime. exclamation point. That's, That's right. all caps overtime exclamation point at mybookie.ag and double your initial deposit to go and do your wagerings. Yeah, I which I don't do because I am terrified to do it. But it sounds like on this site maybe I could figure it out. I could, do. May it. I borrow one thousand dollars from you, Chris? You may. Yes. I, I owe you ten. It's two thousand when I do my initial deposit. So now I owe you nine hundred and ninety on top of that. <laughs> so regardless. I wager on the Clippers all the time, and the Clippers always win, and I, and I always win. And you do it. 82-0. At mybookie.ag? 82-0 in the regular season, 16-0 in the postseason. <laughs> so a combined 90... I'm not good at math. 98-0 this year is my call. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. You're bad at gambling, and your marriage is not going to last, buddy. <laughs> 10 years. We're going to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. The Clippers, meanwhile, have been in Los Angeles since 1984, which is the answer to one of my are you an OG Clipper fan questions. I Someone tweeted out that they were giving somebody a hard time about this guy from Hawaii said he was an OG Clipper fan and was talking about all these players that actually never played for the Clippers. Okay. Regardless, and it kind of got me thinking, and I was like, well, maybe we should design an Are You an OG Clipper Fan test. Oh. You take the test. Put your money where your mouth is. If you get above a certain score, you are an OG Clipper Fan. We could also have different, you know, layers of what caliber fan you are. You're OG, you're a New Jack, you're a bandwagon, you're a fair weather. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Now, you know my stance on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room on the Clipper ship. Get on the bandwagon. It's if a, you don't like the bandwagon, send them to the to the poop deck of the Clipper ship. The Clipper ship is a friendship, friends, and we want you all on board rooting for the Clippers. <laughs> it's going to be a championship. <laughs> the Clipper ship will be a championship, says I, and I'm a pirate well, as well. a friendship on it. I, everyone is welcome on, but it is kind of fun to find. You know, we, we I like. I know that we both like to think that we're like super old school Clippers. Clippers fans, and then you talk to somebody who like has, has season, season tickets in San Diego, and you're like, "Oh my lord!" But even the Los Angelino diehards who've been there since '84, oh, yeah. yeah. James L. Brooks is probably the most well known, and Amazing. Billy Crystal was there as well. I don't know that he was a season ticket holder back in '84, but probably. Regardless, Billy Crystal, James L. Brooks, the best well known old school since the '80s Clipper fans. Yeah, where do you fall? And it doesn't matter, even if you're just joining us now. Welcome, and every championship. Clipper ship needs able-bodied semen, and we've got Brian Seaman. He's going to be on the show next Clipcast, as well as every single Los Angeles Clipper for our Media Day Clipcast Spectacular. You'll be there. Are you able to go to Media Day? Yeah, yeah I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. You uh, got the cl- you got the green light from the, from wife, the wife and, wife and, kids? and the kids. Yeah, yeah. Did your two-year-old is letting you go. My two-and-a-half-year-old is like, "Yeah, Dad, go for it. You're the best." That's what he said. <laughs> Really? He said, yeah, Dad, go, go for, for it. it. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I wouldn't miss it. Go for it. It's going to be great, and you're going to lose your damn mind. I can't wait to lose my mind. We're going to hear from Mo Harkless, who I love. Yeah. I followed the Blazers' improbable Western Conference final berth playoff run. Mo Harkless was a big part of that. Yeah, we're lucky to have him. Because what's-his-name got injured horrifically 
super late in the regular season or super early in the postseason. I, I don't know. I don't. This isn't Blazecast, but some guy named like Chit Chit. Shout out Blazecast. <laughs> Gotta love Blazecast, especially on the Overtime Podcast Network. Overtime, I guess, with an exclamation point, all caps, regardless. Their third best scorer went down on the Blazers, and Mo Harkless answered the call and was fabulous in the postseason. I followed him, and I followed his strength and his savvy leadership in the postseason, and he's ours. He's our guy, Mo Harkless. I'm excited about Patrick Patterson. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, the human soundbite machine, Pat Beverly, who I talk about excessively. He's my favorite Los Angeles Clipper. Who's your favorite L.A. Clipper, Hank? My favorite current L.A. Clipper? Uh It's Patrick Beverly. Well, we can't have the same favorite Clippers. You have to choose someone else. But I like him. All right, who's your second favorite? Uh, Montrez Harrell. Yeah, dude. Guys like us, we're going to put Lou, Montrez, and Pat in the top three every time. It's hard. I mean, it's hard for me to, to go outside of that. I, I really like um, Landry Shamit's upside. I feel like he kind of gets... I really like Kawhi he, Leonard. I feel like... I like his upside. I feel like Landry, to me, like gets... I don't feel like he's getting his true There's not enough respect. respect on his name. There's a lot of like, oh, he's... I, I think that he has a lot to prove this season. Sure. I also feel very sure he's going to prove it. I think he's going to silence the doubters. There and, will be no sophomore slump is what you're saying. I, and, and I think we have some things to figure out as far as how this team really fits together and who plays what position and how they all... They all uh, suss out, and that's why I'm excited. I, I, that's very interesting, Brian Seaman's take that we're going to keep the 15th slot open because we'll we find have out. A, we have a lineup that may require finding a piece to bridge a gap. Sure. We'll see what happens. All right, let's talk more about it on the other side. Sound the horn. And we're back. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you had planned for this next segment. I want to very quickly go back to this idea of the OG Clipper quiz. Yes. I think it's a tricky thing to do because people can look it up on their phones. They can see it. It's got to be an honor system, I guess. But maybe we ought to do a, a, we could do like a Clippers, we could challenge each other next Clipcast. Absolutely. Bring in five questions each or ten questions each and see who does better. Sure. I feel like you have more encyclopedic knowledge of the clippers maybe than i do and a better memory for it but i think you sell yourself short i'll we'll tell you that happens i'll tell you one question that's guaranteed on the og clipper quiz name two clipper former clipper great quentins name two clipper quentins can you name two clipper Quentin's. No, because I can only think of Quentin Richardson and Quentin Ross. But you just named two Clipper Quentin's. <laughs> was it Quentin Ross? Is that the other one? Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. OG. Off the top of my head. OG. OG. Also, if you ever saw a Clippers game at the LA Sports Arena and rooted for the Clippers, oh, yeah. Oh, automatic pass. Automatic pass. Absolutely. You're OG. 100%. You're legit. 100%. I also think you should be rewarded five points. Okay, five points. If you currently rep any Clippers. Old logo merch. Oh my gosh, well... And I'm not talking about a throwback that you bought at the airport today. No, sir. I'm talking about this Los Angeles Clippers tote bag that I'm holding up right now, rubbing in Hank's face. You know the... You know the, With um, the old logo. The Buffalo... Everyone's points. so excited about the new Buffalo Braves... Throwback. White throwback. Yeah. Do you know that I have the black alternate... Yes. Terry Cloth Braves... So weird. Elton Brand jersey... That he signed for me before a game. Yeah, oh yeah. And while he was autographing it, I said, uh, uh, Elton, I, you're playing great, man. Such a big fan. And he looked up to me and he goes, he looks looks up at me and looks me in the face and goes, oh, hey, man, what's up? Because <laughs> he knew you. You're doing good? Because he knew me from being a clown on the on Jumbotron. Because I always assumed that these guys were listening to the coach during the timeouts. No, they're looking no, they're at looking us. They're looking up at the Jumbotron. They're looking at the Jumbotron to see all the fans having such a great time. So I, I definitely have also, some... All those phantom injuries where they're just sitting on the sidelines not playing, just watching the jumbo. Also, we've had some real lean seasons where guys were not paying attention to the game. (laughs) I just feel like that's gonna be a name two Clipper Quentins. I have another one. Name three Clippers who wore the number three. Well, I know two right off the top of my head. We're just doing this right now. We're not even planning it for another episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Chris Paul. Obviously, Obviously. Quentin Richardson. There you go. And was the third one Tremaine Folks? I don't believe so. I do know that Daniel Ewing. Daniel Ewing! What a bust. Daniel Ewing. What a bust Daniel Ewing was. Who is the Clipper who's the uh Clipper Clipper player who you um had the highest hopes for and were the most disappointed by? Al Thornton. Al 
I thought Al Thornton was going to be Michael Jordan. I thought he was going to be such a big star for us. Do you remember when we sat in the end zone His seats and he came down and dunks. missed a dunk? Yeah. He missed a dunk yeah. and he stopped and he looked us right in the face and went, shook his head like, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, were, we yelled at him, it's okay. Who was the yelled, white okay. Euro three-point threat that we got in his head? You used to could. You used to be able to hit oh, that. Yeah, who played for Sacramento? Petrovic. Is that the dead net? I always get the dead net and... There's Drazen Petrovic. I don't know. Or you should know who you're going to talk about before you start trying to figure this stuff out. Well, this is, he's not a Clipper OG, so he's not on the Clipper OG quiz. When you said Euro three point specialist, I thought you were going to talk Petrovic, about Petrovic, right? I thought, or is that no. the net? I thought you were going to talk about uh, Vlad Radmanovich. Sure. What about the new guy, Vlad Radmanovich? Ooh, he hits threes like a son of a. <laughs> there was some classic Euro three-point threat who played for maybe Orlando and had his best years. Stojakovic. That's yeah. exactly who it was. Yeah, who we heckled at a game we playing heckled. for another team. We were we were sitting row one, not row one. courtside, but row one behind the two courtside seats. Yeah. And we literally heckled the I, player who you just mentioned. I've he, already... Stojakovic. He missed, he missed a he couple missed threes. missed the first three. I started screaming, you used to could. You, you used, used to could. could. And then he hit like a dozen he threes. He hit all of them and, and gave us, us a stink he eye. looked at us. Every time. And we were yelling, I'm so sorry. We're sorry. You, you still could. have it. <laughs> you still could. What's Euro for stop? Please stop. <laughs> just hit a regular two. Oh, man. Yeah. We like to carry on at the game. Eric Bledsoe is, is one for me that I thought was going to be our whole future and 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 he's doing big things in milwaukee yeah i'm happy and i'm happy for we'll him probably now. beat him in the finals this year he had a stumble bumbly kind of couple of Went runs to phoenix after. and did nothing it's tough there in phoenix they just have never really been anything with i like the fact that eric gordon was genuinely shocked that he got traded to new orleans for chris paul he, like was, he was flabbergasted well he, he was kind of all we had for several seasons and was definitely a, a small a small elton brand and that he just put his head down did his work made his shots i'm happy for him too but i like that gone. he actually went to houston and played with chris paul and that was kind and of and he's played funny. great i also like that chris paul and shay gorgeous are playing together as is Danilo Gallinari for wherever they are. Oklahoma City, Blunder, the Thunders, and they wear their Thunderwear. I don't know if you know this, but most <laughs> NBA teams just have the jerseys and shorts as their uniform. But the Thunder... The Oklahoma City Thunders, you have, special you have to wear special Thunderwear. <laughs> and they never talk about it. I'll tell you the worst Clipcast moment. This is, is this for an OG. Wait, is the, the worst is of this. the worst Clipcast moment? It reminds me You're of this. You're talking about Thunderwear? Okay, it was even worse. So we had a sponsor, MeUndies or something, MeUndies.com, and they okay. gave us free Thunderwear. It wasn't OKC Thunderwear, but they gave us free underwear what? to talk about MeUndies on the show. What? The worst moment in Clipper history was when Mike Jaglin talked about Shout me, out Mike Jaglin. Talked about MeUndies on the show. There's like this little pocket. I'm like, just shut up, Mike! Just, just stop talking about it! Oh, he went it. biological with wearing it. He legitimately it. talked about the experience of wearing it. I'm not talking about the experience a, of wearing the Oklahoma City Thunderwear. Did it have a gentleman's pocket in it? Stop talking about it! Your, I'm sorry I brought it up! A gentleman's sleeve? Please, no, stop! Now that this is the worst moment. This is the worst. All right, so look. PG-13. I tweeted out the other day, PG-13 greater than CP-3. Which obviously got a response. Sure, it did. Currently, PG thirteen is greater than current CP three. Sure, undoubtedly. Yeah. Okay. PG thirteen got the third most MVP votes last season. Yeah. Where did CP hit? None. Did he get none? Well, but what, well, wait a second though. What kind of what kind of juice do you give CP three considering the fact that? Houston was where they were versus Golden State two seasons ago in the postseason. CP3 went out and Houston folded. Mm. Like, isn't that sort of like an MVP argument? Like when a when a, play, a team is doing very well and the star player goes out and then they just start losing. You're like, oh, that's an MVP candidate because they couldn't win without him. I mean, CP3, he's been are, are great. You, speaking of this MVP stuff, are you seeing this weird James Harden like press tour he's doing where he's sulking about how he should have been the MVP? Are you no. seeing any of that? Yeah. I saw the thing. I, is it the same GQ one where he's or, saying he hopes to win multiple win multiple titles? 
it's not same happening. interview. Of course, every, well, it every could player happen, but wants maybe, to win. But maybe titles. think about winning one, and it's win tough one, in the West. And it ain't gonna happen for you. In it's Houston, tough in no. the West. I don't know, man. I mean, they got. They're, I they, know Westbrook. Him and Westbrook together is pr- pretty great. They still have a nice squad around them. The West is tough. You never know what's gonna happen. In Look seven what games. happened to LeBron when he came to the West. He's zero for one. Oh, stinks, dude. Almost, the team stinks. Almost all these Western Conference teams, except us, where we are so deep. Uh-huh. Almost the every one of these Western Western Conference teams is one injury away from falling out of the playoffs. You got a clipper ship? You need deep waters, my friend. Oh. Going shallow waters, that clipper ship's going to capsize. You need that depth. You need it. <laughs> You're spitting on me. You need it. <laughs> I wonder if at Clipper Media Day, look, Brian Seaman's going to host. He always has. He always will. Are we going to hear from Noah Eagle, new voice of the Clippers on the radio? 570 AM's. Local coverage. Do we have time to get into this before we go to break, or do you want to talk about this right now? Do you know anything about Noah? No, Eagle? and I want to know about it. I don't Apparently know. Apparently, he's Eagle. out of Syracuse. Okay, he may be called Syracuse Orange Games. Oh, okay. I do like the. You know, fact- my, you know, my wife's family is all from that whole yes. area: Rochester, Syracuse. Absolutely, they're, upstate they're New from York, the Adirondacks, all that whole. A lot situation. of lakes. Yeah, it's beautiful up there. Send the Lakers there. So I like the Orange play in a giant football stadium dome for their basketball games. It's Ooh. real serious business. That's fun. There. So Noah Eagles coming in from Syracuse. He's a new guy. I listen to a ton of Clips games on the radio. Oh, my gosh. We live in Los Angeles. We're we spend constantly in all of our time in the car. I am very and much looking th- forward to Noah Eagle. This is my selfish heartbreak about Brian Seaman calling the TV games is that I so love him on the radio. I know. He's going to be amazing on TV. He's going to be amazing. Um, You can't DVR the radio, Hank. You can DVR your Sweet Sweet Clippers games. You can put a tape recorder next to an (laughs) old-timey AM radio, and you can record it, and you can play it back later. Remember when I used to bring a transistor radio into the game so I could listen to Lawler call the game live? Like an old-timey baseball fan. Like an old-timey baseball fan. And then I would keep score. Another two for Clippers. (laughs) Who got the hockey we, assist? We are a, a Southern plantation owner. Is that what that is? Mm, Colonel Sanders? No, I'm from New England. Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> no. We remember. There's a lot. There's a lot going on right now <laughs> with your character work. We all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a clown. Apparently, I'm a clown. Weird. I'll tell you. I. It was humbling seeing how powerful Clipcast. Just this one little podcast, the little engine that could. A lot of people talk about podcasting. A lot of people talk about i'm gonna i'm gonna do a youtube page and i'm gonna be a viral thing a lot of people talk about stuff but then they actually never do it and it's all talk Hmm. this little engine that could the clipcast this clipper podcast started eight years ago it's still going and i was humbled by the fact that i teased something on twitter i announced something on our clipcast and it caused a big old wave a big old digital wave now, look, I'm probably the most humble person. Like, I'm known for my humbleness. You're the best at humility. I'm a giant of humbleness. I'm the most humble person ever! A lot of people say you're West Coast Donald Trump because you're so humble. I'm so humble. It's like the bigly humbling of me. Anyway. It wasn't such a big wave that it reached TV, is all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> no one on television no one talked about, about it. it. Right, wait, and wait. Doc Rivers himself liked an Instagram post. And it still didn't make it. And it still didn't when make you were the get, TV. When you were getting really clowned, pardon the expression, uh, from, from the people who, hey, were hating, hey. who were hating on you about it. <laughs> about it. I wa- when I watched ESPN that day, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm going to mention it. Are they going to they they go out? And, are they gonna, no, no, nothing. Just bloggers. No, nothing. And bloggers aren't real reporters. Uh, back, They're literally blogging about real reporters' reports. Uh, we're all over the place right now. <laughs> you are. Uh, I'm really excited to hear Noah Eagle do his thing. I'm really excited and I'm really excited to hear Brian Seaman host Media Day, our next Clipcast. We'll be back after this. Okay. We've been all over the place. I want to get down to a topic that people have been talking about quite a lot lately. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. teased it a little bit earlier, how this team breaks down, Mm -hmm. who plays what. Mm -hmm. So you tell me, Chris Kawild. Chris Kawild. You're you're the coach. Who's your starting five first game of the season? First of all, the first thing I do as a coach is I get a new whistle. Oh, you got to get a new whistle. And one that's loud. I would want one on one side. Commands respect. On one side, Clippers logo. On the other side, American flag. I want one that's a old school Clippers logo on one side, new school Clippers logo on the other, but it's not for my mouth. <laughs> You're weird. 
It's a nasal whistle. Oh, thank God. Uh, all right, so anyway, I, would, I would like to have oh, actually I would want I would want multiple whistles <laughs> yes. so you can play little songs. On the last clipcast, I don't like the toot toot. Now you're tooting all over every toot hole. Shut your toot hole. All right, I'm the coach. All 14 guys are healthy. Who do I start? Pat Beverly. Okay? Yeah. Is your point guard. Yeah. I'm leaving Lou and Montrez on the bench. They're your sixth yeah, you man of the year. Yeah, okay? absolutely. So got to. These guys are not starting. They'll be part of my killer lineup, yeah. but they are not starting. No, no, no. I just wanted to put that asterisk. Pat Bev at the one. Mm. At the two, Landry Shamit. Oh, starting. Starting at okay. the two, which we saw. We yeah. saw him start. Yeah, yeah. At the two. Yeah. Now, Paul George and Kawhi, interchangeable 3-4. Let's be honest. They play the same position. They can actually play one through four. Zubak at the five. There you go. That's my starting five. Let me repeat it. Pat Beverly, Landry Shamit, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Zubak. I hear you. Where's the traditional four? Where's the traditional two? Tradition. I poo-poo your tradition. Well, there's also, everyone's saying that, you know, kind of positionless basketball era. So players float from position to position and shift around. A lot of people are saying Mo Harkless, Jermichael Green. Are these guys going to start? I think we're, I think that maybe I think that we're going to see. I mean, I think that's really not if the everybody's qu- healthy, but I, maybe I think that's really the question, though. I mean, I think you get a lot of guys, you get a lot of guys that want to win. You get a lot of guys who are interested in load management in general, whether they're Kawhi Leonard or not. A lot of guys now want to make it into the postseason healthy. Thank you, Greg Popovich, for sort of starting to open the door for players taking games off, all that sort of thing. I think Doc is one of the best coaches in the league. At shifting lineups around to find what works. Yeah, you know that's that's something he's, that we always so, hear is like this is the Clippers' seventy fifth lineup yeah, change of the he, season. He loves to do that. So I think I really honestly think this because it's positionless basketball because you have t- our two biggest stars arguably play sort of the same position and load management um, is real. I think that you're going to start to see uh, what chemistry works and who plays well together and what games would Shamit start and what games Shamit might not start. I mean, Shamit's a guy who can create his own and uh, all of that, so maybe you don't want him starting. Maybe you want him in that second lineup. I don't know. And I think we're going to see a lot when they start to play together. What's nice, too, is my killer lineup of Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, Kawhi, Paul George, Montrez. Mm. Pat, Lou, either one of those guys can be the one. Let's be honest. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are great ball handlers. They're like point forwards. So, Montrez is your backup center. Fact. Sure. We don't have a backup seven-foot center because we don't need one because the league is smaller. But maybe we will with Joakim Noah. He's a seven-footer. You're absolutely right. And look, it's all about matchups. But I promise you, when all guys are healthy, you're going to see that lineup that I mentioned. Pat Beverly, Landry Shamit, Kawhi, Paul George, Zubak. You're going to see it. And it's a great lineup. And I think... Those five guys can match up with just about any starting five in the league. And then once you add the depth of Jermichael Green, Mo Harkless, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, Patrick Patterson, and the FSU2, it's just game over. With or without Noah or Iggy. I'm most curious to see who's going to come off as our best rebounder in the in the I'd like to see some season. growth from Jerome Colbucks, aka Jerome Robinson. Rome Colbucks, I believe, is his handle. I'd like to see some growth. Sophomore slump is real. I saw Sindarius Thornwell do nothing, to be quite honest. I saw Trey Tompkins do nothing ever, to be quite honest. I saw a lot of guys who we drafted do nothing for a lot of years. All due respect to Sindarius, great guy. I'm glad he ended up in Cleveland. He's maybe more suited for the Eastern Conference. I've just seen a lot of guys come and go and not do nothing. So I, I hope that's not the case. I'm confused Jerome by Robinson. all the double negatives. Not do nothing as in they left and did nothing? Well, tell me your stance on double negatives. I don't dislike them. I don't not dislike triple negatives. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So I want to see Jerome Robinson come out of his show. I know he was battling the injury bug last year. Landry Shamit's the real deal. 
He is great. I feel like the floor is just going to be wide open for him this year. I cannot wait to see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, hometown heroes, putting on that home jersey for the home team in front of their home crowd. First time in their career that they've ever been able to do it. And professionally it's to me the thing that is the most exciting honestly is the second is the bench and and the fact that they so blow every other bench in the league out of the water they have chemistry that's staying there because we didn't lose a bunch of guys no. it's not uh, like three returning guys you know we're, we're you're gonna see some situations where they come on where we start putting in our subs and teams are having to put their starters back in to compete with them here's an interesting narrative to go back to something we talked about in an earlier segment of why I believe Paul George will be there game one. Just an interesting narrative. He's playing against his old coach at Indiana, Frank Vogel. Oh, uh, yeah. He's the coach of the L word. We're right. you get plenty of L's. I think Paul George is there, not just because he's going up against his old coach, but because he's working out and the season is five weeks away. He just has to be 100% healthy if they're going to play him. I say limited There's no minutes, reason to play him. Minute restriction. He'll be there game one. You're saying he's not going to be there game one. I'm saying he is going to be there game one. I, 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 I we'll find out media day, I think. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll, I'll make the call that I don't think he plays game one, but I don't think we're going to be in November. No. December when he starts playing. I Definitely mean, I, not December. Um, 100%. Uh, Definitely not December. Yeah. I, 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 that I don't, would be the six week I don't mark. know that I think he'll play game one, but I think that he'll be in, people, in the first. Well, I think the first five games we're going to see. People were misinformed when they thought Paul George was going to be missing the first six weeks of the season. I don't know if people were misinformed. I just think that his rehab has gone really great. He lives on the West Coast now. Absolutely. We all heal so quickly because we're so happy. And Best now. medicine. Yeah. Also, like, the best podcasting studios, like, here at Vivid Seats Studio. So yeah. great. Yeah, we're on if the West Coast. If you gotta get seats, go to Vivid Seats. We you gotta get the vividest seats to these sports matchups. You need them. If you want your seats, you go to Vivid Seats. We, we live in the West. Games. What's that? We got to go to your live games. California, the basketball capital of the world. We're on the West Coast. It's all hugging, not mugging. Four professional basketball teams. And you know my dream. Long Beach gets a team. That's my dream. The Long Beach Dummies. A fifth team. Fifth California team. The Long Beach Dummies. The Long Beach Longshoremen. <laughs> it's a weird riff. It's not the a riff. Long it's Beach my dream for Long Beach. Because a, a lot of people thought Anaheim was going to get a team. And then all of a sudden, now Long Beach is going to try to steal the Anaheim Angels from Anaheim. Are we going to be the Inglewood Clippers? Oh, no. We're going to be the L.A. Clippers. But we're going to play in the Clippers Arena of Inglewood. But known on the streets is the Balmer Sports Access Center. All right. Uh, anything else we need to talk about before we sound the horn? I just am really beside myself about Media Day. Is that going to be our next cast? We're going to do the Media Day? Yeah, it's like a, it's a week and it's change week away. And it's going to be great, and your mind is going to be blown. Yeah, so if in the meantime you see a lot of tweets coming from me that are complete nonsense, uh, it's because I went to Media Day and my brain is fried. I'm really excited about it. If Iguodala oh, is boy. at Media Day in oh, Clipper uniform, though... You'll be prancing and preening. I... You'll freak out. I will... I will... I told you so for the rest of my days. I assume that if Iguodala takes the stage and announces at Media Day... That you will take whatever beverage you have in your hand and, and throw it directly it. in my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did tweet on September 3rd. I got bridges for I sale. I got a bridge for sale. No, he said, I got bridges for sale. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Math teacher. Not an English teacher. <laughs> he was never studying to be an English teacher, folks. He was oh, studying to be a math God. teacher. I got it's bridges very, for sale. It's very exciting. Probably autocorrect. Christopher... Uh, Wild, thank you very Christopher much. Christopher Co-Wild. Thank you very much for your apology to the Clipcast. Again, listeners. I'm so sorry, Clipcast, uh, Clipper Nation. I accept your apology, and I and I also accept your, Apologize, your dose Hank. of uh, humble pie, of uh, humble pie and crow eating. Caw, caw. Doot, but, doot. but next year, the Great Pumpkin's coming on Halloween to the most sincere pumpkin patch at Clippers Arena of Inglewood. Patchcast. Patch? Pumpkin patch cast? I guess so. That's no. what we'll do in Halloween. We will. Oh, a Halloween? We can call Pat Beverly Pumpkin Patch Beverly. He's not going to like it. He won't like but it. But I bet you Pumpkin Pat Patch Patterson will oh, love it. Oh, Pumpkin Patterson? <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. Sound the jack-o'-lantern horn. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah.